Hello, everybody. It's me, your boy, Advocate the Ape, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Ape, Culture Cat. Say hello to the world. Hello, world. And by world, I mean like 14 or 15 people that have listened, have listened so far, which we love. And we thank hey guys. And we appreciate, we appre- yeah, we appreciate you guys greatly. Thank you, 14 or 15 people. Uh, the, the first thing, right when we walk in the door, we find out that the president of the United States has COVID-1984. Yeah, dude, that kind of brought the place down for a bit, didn't it? Yeah, our buddy got sick to his stomach and, and he didn't even start drinking yet. Yeah. I was a bit worried too, I'm not going to lie. I got a little worried. Well, like, I mean, I was, you know, you, you want to focus on the best possible outcome instead of worry about the worst. So I was just thinking it was regular precautions the whole time and like, you know, they, they could be playing this up. I mean... There's one aspect where, like, okay, if Trump gets it, you know, everyone's like, oh, you should have worn a mask, blah, 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 blah. Like, I mean, people get sick even when they wear the mask. So he's 74. He tested positive, but he is still working. He, if he beats it, then then there's, you know, there's no other re- – it's just like, okay, he could – what I'm trying to say is that he could spin it to his advantage. And I think that they could be playing it up. And I think Jim Acosta is the one that released the thing that said that he was he couldn't breathe and all this stuff. Yeah, that dude's a little fuck, man. If I could like punch one person in the face, it'd be him twice. Like, they're like you could punch anybody once, you know. I'd punch him twice and end up getting in trouble. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Wouldn't that wouldn't that be the same as you just punching him once now without any <laughs> like? You stumped me. Yeah, just go punch him. You, <laughs> yeah sure hey no don't do that that's inciting no violence. i was talking to you i wasn't talking to the, to the i know people. you're inciting me to go do violence bro yes. <laughs> don't do that I'm, fuck, I'm fucking kidding i i won't do that but honestly i i <clears throat> i do wonder if what what the fuck uh, what a jim acosta is like is he like for reals is this dude like for real? Like, does he believe what he's asking and all this shit? Or does he know he's totally full of shit and he's like an agent and he's like, you know what I'm saying? I just wonder if he's con, if he's really just, that's who he is. And this is what journalism is becoming. Or if there really is like, he's just, he knows he's, he's no. embarrassed and he knows what he's doing is ridiculous. He, he has to know what he's doing. Um, this is it's all on purpose it's all disingenuine it's all been pushing the same narrative it's all been ignoring real stories to follow that's on purpose like journalism really did become clickbait it's sad like that is the worst part of the internet it ruined journalism it also opened it and made it so that like you and i can film the police doing something we can we can film you know we we can be journalists but real journalism has turned into clickbait and it's fucking depressing it's ruining the integrity of the country and dividing us. It's Definitely. wrong. They're acting like scientists. They're acting like doctors and they're just reporters and they're not reporting on things like Joe Biden's son, um, Camilla Harris, how she got where she is. Like they're not, they're not looking into fucking general Flynn like it's or Antifa. It's just, it's, it's gotta be on purpose. Yeah. I want to go back to, um, to Trump getting diagnosed with COVID-19 because I was wondering if that's even a thing. Like I was wondering if it was some kind of cover because this weekend we had the privilege to kind of put our phones down a little bit more and know, and put that, put the Instagram and the Twitter away for a little bit. Um, but as soon as we picked our phones up, there was a bunch of clamor about different things, different uh, conspiracies and theories about the president getting COVID, whether he really did or, have you heard any of these these Q QAnon theories about this this COVID diagnosis the president got? I think well, yeah. One is that they're linking the, the watch, the ten and two, um, to the October second, which is the date that he came out right. and said he had. So Q posted a picture of a Mickey Mouse watch where one hand is pointed to ten and one's pointed to two, which is how all watches are in pictures for the most part. But apparently. Did he go? Did he go to quarantine? I thought so. No, he went to the hospital on October second, right? I think so. Yeah, he went. He announced it that he had it on the first, like at midnight or whatever, something like that. Yeah. 
I wish I had the timeline. Sorry, I don't. But he was definitely he was being trans. I think he was being transported on the second. I heard to, some reference to this being like the ten days of darkness, or like this is where you know Trump October. is. Yeah, they're possibly using this quarantine to prevent him from getting assassinated. Or I heard that too. Shit, you just. <laughs> It's a yeah, you one. see what I mean? Like they could be using it to their advantage in some way. Exactly. You know, that's what they've been doing this whole time. The Trump administration well, has been using the the rules, the laws, the tax laws, <laughs> even that that the elite have put in place for themselves. He's been using it against them. So I wouldn't doubt that he would use like I've been saying this for a while. If George Floyd happened tomorrow or if he happened last week, the, the election would be over. Biden would win overnight. But they they kind of blew their load too early, and I think now the Trump administration is taking their shots. So I definitely see how this could be used in some way to their advantage. I just don't know how. Yeah, I also I remember mentioning that mentioning to you this weekend that I thought it was weird that the president's getting tested every single day. He tests positive for COVID. And then the next day he has symptoms and he's in the fucking hospital. And then the next day they're talking about him recovering. That timeline makes no fucking sense. There's three days. There's no week of asymptomatic. Uh, there's yeah. the whole thing doesn't make sense. There's it's been it's been three fucking days, and I feel like he's been <laughs> he's been tested positive, treated, and cured in like three fucking days. And I just yeah. don't I don't think that that fits the narrative that they drew of COVID. It just it's it just that's another reason why I think that this is some kind of cover up for something else. I don't think he even had COVID. I don't think he even tested positive for COVID. Yeah, there was the other one that. Um, well, what do you? What's your take on it? Where they said his tweet said something like, "We'll get through this together," and they're breaking it up to get her. Like arrests are supposed to happen. So what yeah, do you? Think? I don't. I don't know where they're getting that from. But I thought it was. It's really interesting and cool. Like I'm not gonna lie, it's cool. But it's like I don't know where the fuck they're getting that from. Where are they getting that from? Getting what from where? Like the the word to get her? Yeah, like like Q is posting together, but like or, but like where? Who's chopping up to get her? Where's the origins of that? Oh, I mean that's just I mean that's what's how I learned how to that's how I told myself how to spell it when I was in second grade. I like really <laughs> remember no. being like, oh, it says to get her. So they're getting the the word we'll get through this together from his tweet because he capitalized all the letters. So it's okay. like, we'll get through this period or comma. There's like a break there. Uh, we'll get through this together in one in one big capitalized word. So people are saying that that's him hinting that we're going to get Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be cool. But these, that'd... you know, these are just people on Instagram. So it's not okay. like. This. Oh, OK. I see. OK. Yeah. So Sorry. I was I was all confused for a second. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So gotcha. people on Instagram are posting that they're going, oh, look, it's it's in all caps. This is probably what he means. So gotcha. it's another one of those things where it's like coincidence. Like I'll, I'm going to put it in the coincidence basket, yeah. but that basket's pretty fucking full at this point. You know, so it's not a, it's not a cute thing. It's just someone noticed that and like brought it to everyone's attention. No. Someone so just... there there was there was some cute things from, you know, how like they go back a couple years. So like, yeah. There was one from the same date that was like talking about, are you ready for pain? Are you ready for, um, are you ready for like, get your memes ready? Um, I wish I had it pulled up, but there's so much stuff. Anyway, it was, it was from October, I think it was October 4th or October 2nd of 2018 Q posts. So they took all of those little cues. That's funny. Um, all of those little, um, uh, Q posts and uh put it together with his tweet and came to the conclusion that he they're they're talking about arrests and and then it says to get there so it must be to get her you know so they're using all these other things to get to this conclusion um but it's it's still a it's still a stretch you know it doesn't it's not yeah. clean it doesn't it's like a nostradamus thing it doesn't just say they're gonna get hillary clinton uh, like it doesn't say that so yeah you would think that if shit's going to happen, you would think it's going to happen in October or in January. Like, it's either going to happen before the election to sway the election, or it's going to happen after the election because it has to for some reason. Like, you know what I'm loses, saying? If he loses, then he only has those last couple months. Is that what you mean? 
Well, that and there might be some kind of legal obligations to where they can't do it yet because of because it's an election year. Like I really don't know all the rules. Biden could be running for a certain reason. They could have selected Biden to protect him from something that would bust all of them. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, I mean, yeah, I do know what you're saying, but but it would go the other way from, from what I understand, it would, it would disqualify him from being a presidential candidate. So it's almost putting it in the spotlight worse by picking him. I think that they're rolling the dice. They're just, they're trying to hold on. That's why, that's why judge Sullivan isn't releasing the case on general Flynn, because as soon as they do, it's all, it's no holds barred. Yeah. Flynn Flynn knows something. There's some, there's definitely something to the general Flynn case. Obviously, like obviously they're, they're prolonging it for a reason and it makes you wonder what the fuck that is. And it, you know, you can put one and one, you know, one and one together and <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, kind of make it- it's, it's just really, it's interesting why that guy, why that judge is holding on so, so hard and you, you tie it into like the, the, the structure. I mean, even, even Trump said it the other day, he was like, you know, it's, it's time. We have enough evidence on these crooks. Um, people need to start getting arrested. He said that at a rally. And um, I think everybody is ready for it. Well, everyone who's been waiting obviously wants it to be done. But um, it's all going to come down eventually. And I don't know if Camilla Harris is involved, um, but she may be the only one standing and she can still run after it's all done. But I, I don't see how this doesn't disqualify the entire party as being corrupt and not eligible to run for president. The whole thing has been fucked. I mean, I jumped, I voted for Obama. I jumped ship when uh, Bernie Sanders endorsed Hillary Clinton in 2016. And I was like, this is ridiculous. It's all a sham. I, I used to think WWE was real too at one point. And then it all just kind of came up. I think Sam Tripoli is the one who's like, I realized when the Iron Sheik was was getting lunch with somebody else that it was all fake. Like I, That was when I knew, okay, this is not, this is not legit. Something's wrong here. Um, so the whole party should be disqualified if it if it's real, and I think that that's why they're holding out. Yeah, there's got to be a big boom coming. There's got to be a payout. There's got to be something to this. There's got to be. There's got to be. An, there's always an October surprise, and this has been the craziest fucking year ever. The craziest election year ever. There's just there's got to be something coming soon. There's got to be. The president's getting COVID nineteen right now, and he's disappearing and. It's October. It's something big. I just, I mean, I think we all have it. A gut feeling that something big is coming. Yeah, I mean, the the left on Twitter went crazy, and they were like, uh, you know, wishing horrible things upon a president. Oh yeah, so silly. And like Dude, the Washington fucking Post, the Washington Post. Yeah, that like, they, come on, they wrote saying, an op-ed. Saying, Go ahead, you you explain it. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say the Washington Post wrote an a, an opinion article about like, uh, could you imagine the world without Trump? You know, but phrased in a, like a condescending way, like f- like you know, like we want him to fucking die from COVID, and it's clear as day, yeah. it's not. They have no excuse for it. It's clear as day they're being condescending little cunts, and and they also deleted it. They they tweeted it and deleted it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, Andy, no. Uh, reported that and he's very credible so and Washington Post is Jeff Bezos post which just brings you to just a whole other rabbit hole yeah man it's been a wild one I think it's been a wild year yeah I think the actual headline was imagine imagine never having to think about Trump again um okay and that is very in in this time in in this yeah and what's going on right now in the, the the um context you know oh, yeah no that's a that's a total like bitch slap that's a that's a very uh, yeah. snarky thing to say it's conniving um yeah, it's very and and aggressive aggressive condescending little 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 jim acosta shit dude exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah i mean we're we're living in crazy times where the where the press is allowed to say that but not not comment or or ask real questions you know i mean kaylee mckinney's like sh- her mckinney her um press conferences are just the the media like what kind of questions are they asking 
It's so ridiculous. Why are they not focusing on the death rate of COVID? Why are they not talking about, about Hunter Biden? Why are they not talking about Joe Biden's mental health? Why are they not talking about all the amazing things that Trump has been doing? Like, it's so obvious that they are the the cog in the wheel that's keeping the deep state where they're at. Yeah, it's really weird. I have like, you know, I have normie, normie friends just like anybody else. And it's very strange how uninformed they are about all these peace treaties that he has, you know, been a part of. Like these huge historic peace treaties. And they, they don't have any knowledge on it. It's almost like they don't believe you when you tell them. And almost it, when you say like, when you say like he's try he's he's helping to usher in peace in the Middle East, they look at you like you're fucking stupid. Like you're making yeah. like you're like you're. A, it's insane. So you, I mean, obviously we have a lot of resources and we get a lot of different knowledge from a lot of different resources. But like just your average normie doesn't really even know something as historic as that when other countries are trying to give him like fucking awards and shit. Our people don't even know or understand like how fucking important all this shit is. It blows my mind. I remember when I was a young, stupid liberal, I was anti-war. I was, what happened to that shit? Now it's all about like, you know, what bathroom you could take a shit in and stuff. Yeah, that's the biggest one for me. I was the same way. I didn't want to go to war. That's why a lot of people voted for Obama, I feel like. He promised to bring home the troops. And like now Trump is like, okay, we're yeah, he is putting more money into our military, but it's all in defense. He's bringing, I think yeah. we just left Germany. We're like leaving all of these places and bringing our people back home and um, not occupying world uh, the place. Like they, they hate America for how it's been, but they're blaming it all on the new guy. It's the weirdest thing, you know, like the perfect example is Joe Biden's been in the Senate for 47 years. He voted on all the segregation bills and they're mad at Trump. It doesn't, it's like you are, you're delusional. Yeah. He has just straight up, there's videos of him saying racist shit. There's videos of him just being rude. He's just being a dick to the troops. Like there's straight up video of it. And, um, it's just, to be to see it thrown back at Trump when it's there's when that and it's like stupid reasoning when you ask someone like why is Trump a racist they'll give you like a stupid fucking answer and I have a video for you I could I could like fucking show you a video of Joe Biden you know calling them super predators yeah or, or, um, or Trump calling the Trump stupid bastards or. It's just, it's unreal to me. I don't know. I don't understand. The brainwashing is next level shit, man. You have to hand it to them at least, man. They know how to brainwash for sure. They, they know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to that shit. But, but to be optimistic, we are turning a corner. We, I see it in my everyday life. I see people, more and more Neos. I see more and more people waking up and uh, yeah. getting a little bit sick to their stomach and getting upset and you know, if this is a collective consciousness, I think that, you know, we're getting closer and closer to a positive end game in this spiritual warfare. Yeah, I mean, I do think that people are waking up. It's that's another reason why I, I what's another thing I think is a cue proof for me is that is that, yeah, people are waking up to this. Um, you know, everybody has their own path. Some people are more focused on the kid saving stuff, which is beautiful. Some people are more focused on like the fact that they're getting God out of the constitution. They want to come take our guns, like the, what the BL, like whatever it is, everybody seems to have their own path to like opening up, like to reality of we have been brainwashed. I mean, I think we really took for granted when, when all of the major, news and and networks on television were owned by the same five people i think we we kind of were just like we we took note of it as like a society we're like oh that's not very good and and most people don't know about it but when you do learn about it there's really nothing you can do about it but you can see now how they use those networks to to make us complacent like we always have there's always a new sporting event on there's always a new season starting one just ending uh the bachelor the bachelorette um, uh, mask singer America's got there's always something yep. to keep the masses talking to each other because people are scared to talk about real ideas 
There's always something more interesting than C-SPAN. There's always something more interesting yeah. than Congress. You know, young men are always going to be able to name more pro professional athletes than, you know, congressmen. It's just, you know, hopefully, I think this is actually an interesting time. I think that these events that we're living through right now, hopefully, um, will steer us in a direction of where politics, where, where young men are more interested in more, they follow politics more, you know, more like they would sports. They're going to know the, con they're going to know the characters as, you know, like, cause let's be real. The world right now is like Game of Thrones, but people know Game of Thrones characters better than they know the characters of our government. I think that yeah. grown ass men here in the future, hopefully there's gonna be a renaissance where they're more involved and they know, they know who's running this country and, and they, we have a better idea of who to vote for and we have a better idea of who's working for who and what, where the money is coming from. And we, hopefully we start educating ourselves on that and that becomes more of a priority than all the things you just said, all those, all these fucking stupid TV shows. And I don't want that shit to end either. It's fun. I like sports. I like all this shit. It just needs to be, there needs to be an understanding. And I think in our culture, in our country that like, you know, men need to, you know, think about our future and our families and our country. We need to put country first and then we can play after that. And I, I, think, I honestly think that's coming. I think this is a, these events are leading to that. Well, I think, yeah, I think the best way to put it is I think now we know what's at stake. Like before we just took it for yeah. granted. We were raised into it. We, we, this was entire. I mean, like that's what the BLM movement is, dude. It's entitlement. It's, it's, we deserve this just because, you know, like, Sure, dude, if you were if you were involved in slavery, like I'm it's horrible. You deserve like, you know, help. Like the thing is there is slavery going on right now in Libya and like we're not talking about it. We're we're talking about people here are talking about the oppression, but anyway, I'm getting off the subject. It's just where it's all about entitlement and we we forgot what what the real people fought for. We 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 forgot what it what it was like and now we know what's at what's at stake it's it's our country our well-being our freedom of speech our freedom and yep. we're awake so definitely i think, it's, I I think it's working it's a beautiful summer like we it's growing pains you know yeah so uh, i think i think i know trump's gonna be all right he's gonna pull through and he's probably going to you know come out of this being like hydroxychloroquine works or we found some miracle thing that worked on me I'm here everyone so i think something of that nature some Whoa. fucking shenanigans there's something going on there but either way i'm very i have a lot of faith that he's absolutely fine okay wait i like that but can we talk about that option that you just said because yeah. if if trump does come out and go hey i took this new vaccine it works overnight like how many how many people would be rushing to go get it and how many people would be like well this whole thing was employed to get us to take it you probably didn't even take it because that's how i f i would feel i'd be like wait a minute i'm not taking it just because you're fucking telling um, me to take it i i would think more so like hydroxychloroquine or therapeutics not some like vaccine because a vaccine doesn't really cure shit anyways it just per, you know you yeah know it does well some people but i'm talking about some some kind of cure or some therapeutic that's like hey look at it. but you're right i told you you are right there's gonna be a but like always, it's he's a very fucking polarizing character. He's he's, he's worshipped and he's fucking totally hated. So that's yeah. gonna be no matter what. Like people are calling it Trump's vaccine when it's from Moderna, like Johnson and Johnson. You know, like that's not Trump's vaccine. I mean, he's the fucking president. But like, you gotta talk about Moderna. And well, all that's shit, the other you know? thing. Like Kamala Harris is almost famous now for saying that she's well. I'm not gonna take a vaccine from him. I don't trust him. And like people are, people are like praising her for saying that. But like I would, you know, like why is that okay for you to say it now? I don't trust Joe Biden. I wouldn't trust Hillary Clinton's vaccine. I, w I wouldn't want to take it. You know, it's like it's another spoonful of, of hypocritical thought. It's like they can't even understand how hypocritical how hypocritical they are. Yeah, that's just fucking silly shit. I just think I just think it's gonna be okay. I don't even think he had COVID. But yeah. I, I mean, it's very possible that he did have it. It's very possible that they, they tried to get him oh, yeah. back to on purpose. For um, sure. Oh, I mean, but how is he? I don't know. The timeline, like I said, I just don't buy the timeline. He, positive, fucking um, quarantine, hospital, better. 
It yeah. doesn't make any fucking sense. There's, there's a two-week-long quarantine period, or not incubation period, where they the the infection lays like dormant in your body, so you, it won't even come up. So that's another reason why. Then you have the asymptomatic thing. So there would be at least a three-week-long process, and they did it all in three days. And then, yeah. then they they changed the quarantine time to ten days instead of fourteen days because if it would have been fourteen days, it would have been outside of the the debate. Trump would have had to not go to the debate on the fifteenth, but because they made it ten days, it cut four days out, and he was eligible. So the whole thing was like, okay, wait a minute. Like I thought it was a 14 day quarantine. Now it's a 10 day quarantine and he's better already. Like what? So you're right. The, the, the timeline makes absolutely no sense at all. Yeah. So <clears throat> this weekend you showed me a video, um, of Paris Hilton. Mm. Uh, yeah. And first of all, she looks totally different. It's almost like she got like a, uh, like a nose unjob. Like she like <laughs> that. It looks her. She just looks different. Like totally different, which is trippy. I'm not gonna go the clone route or anything. I just thought that was super interesting. First of all, but the whole point of the video. What, what do you, I mean? What's the gist of the video? Well, she, she, was, she she was doing that that challenge thing where like you do never have I ever basically like put a finger down if. And you like, you're supposed to like reveal things about yourself, but it was like, you know, it was a TikTok challenge for a little bit ago and she kind of took it and started doing like, what well, put one finger down. If you've, if you've been, if you've had two guys show up to your door and kidnap you and then she puts her hands down and like, uh, put your, or puts, she puts a finger down and then she, she's like, put another finger down. If you've been sexually assaulted or physically assaulted or verbally abused by people who, are were in control of you or like I'm ve- I'm being very over general this is not do not quote me on any of this but this yeah, is basically what she was alluding to was seeing human trafficking being a part of human tra- tra- trafficking um there was one really telling one where she said something like during the program um and that was kind of really I don't know that was the the, the creepiest one for me so she's insinuating that there's a program within the elites where they take these children and physically abuse them sexually abuse them and control them and put them through this program and she survived it and then the last one was she's like I see you survivors it's now it's time to speak up so it was very encrypted well, and it was 10 things it wasn't five it was 10 so there's a lot in that video to unpack first of all you know is she credible do you believe her and then go from there yeah and the first, my first thought was Hilton you know the Hilton you know um the hotel industry sure elites. It just makes you huh elites they're they're one of America's elite families do you know who her sister oh, yeah, sure and, but like the the hotel industry I think is exclusively oh yeah um yeah in bed with the human trafficking and it just makes you wonder, like, I wonder Trump's relationship with the Hilton family. I have no idea. That's something well, do you I know who her sister Nikki is married to? I don't. Is it a Brothman? Mar- uh-huh. What? I was going to say, is it a Brothman? No, it's a Rothschild. Oh, that's worse. Way worse. Yeah, I know, right? Like, so there is a huge okay. connection there. there. And that there that's, I'm not making that up. Like, when I found I that out, it. I did the same thing you just did. I was like, oh, whoa, that makes more sense. But you're right. When people are human trafficked, or like, you know, they, they got to have, they got to, they got to have somewhere to do it. So they go yeah. to hotels. And like, if the hotel is complicit or compliant, I don't know what the, which, which one do I think those are interchangeable, but I don't know. Um, either way. If they're if they're okay with it, then it makes the operation way more way more um, you know secretive. Yeah, definitely. Um, much much like Vegas. Stephen Paddock, yeah, with the fucking Vegas yeah. shooting, which also happened on October first, which is the new moon and all that other shit that's tied to like Chrissy Teigen and this whole fucking sacrificial fucking side of things. This Luciferian fucking harvest holiday thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we live in a wild world. It's uh, that's it's another thing. Fucking not to jump over Paris Hilton, but I think he pretty much covered it. That shit's fucking crazy. But like, yeah, Chrissy Teigen, apparently, like, so so Tommy G goes hard in the paint on her. Everyone starts fucking harassing the shit out of her. So she deletes her Twitter like a little bitch, and then like f- 
says she's pregnant out of nowhere, you know, after all this criticism for being, you know, a child trafficker. And then has a miscarriage on a, a fucking Luciferian holiday that's on like a full harvest moon. It's just also, like I have a question. Why during during a pandemic? Why during a pandemic? We're in the middle of an election cycle where we're like uh, all this shit is going on. Why the fuck is Chrissy Teigen's pregnancy relevant in any way, shape, or form? Why is that first page Twitter? Like, why are you shoving? Why is she relevant? Yeah. Why are you shoving this down my throat? Before I got, before I even got balls deep in like the John Legend, Chrissy Teigen rabbit hole, I remember thinking like, why is this bitch famous? I was like, yeah, like she's okay. I guess she's, she's a pretty girl. There's a lot of, a lot of girls prettier than her and like more talented. I get it. But it's just like. And I'm not even trying to be a dick. I mean, there's a piece of the... It's not like there's only so much pie to go around. Like, there's a slice of the pie for, for, you know... I'm not mad or even jealous. I just remember having that thought. Like, why is she a judge on, like, every show on fucking TV? And why why her? I just... I really do remember thinking that. Same with John Legend. Like, he's fucking talented. Don't get me wrong. Like, I can see talent. I can recognize talent. But he fucking just, like, came out of nowhere, in my opinion. Like... A lot of people, you can see their grind and their come up. And for, and I'm a music fan. And I feel like John Legend fucking snuck up on me. And he was just like fucking huge out of nowhere and started like donating to the Haiti Foundation or the Clinton Foundation for Haiti. And the, John Legend's balls deep in the whole Clinton Foundation. And Chrissy Teigen creeps me the fuck out. And I just know there's something going on there. And add a fucking miscarriage on Luciferian holidays. And I just don't even... I don't even know I just, anymore. I just think that part of the proof to me is how how they are trying to shove it down our throats. Like we've already discredited. I'm talking about the Q movement now. We've already discredited the mainstream media uh, and big tech corporations like Google and Twitter and 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 all these YouTube for censoring people. And um, they're shoving Chrissy Teigen, Ellen DeGeneres apologies down our throats. Jimmy Kimmel programming from, you know, like left and right. It's just, it's so obvious what the narrative is at this point. Like that really is, you don't even have to be awake to, to notice the, the push. You know what I mean? Like who yeah. is, like you said, who is Christy the Tom, the, the Tom Hanks push too. There's been like, just a, a few of the characters that have already been pointing in the truth or conspiracy circle and that whole that whole community, these are characters that have come up long a long time ago that have been pointed out by Q and for other other reasons. And now all of these characters are coming to light. And it's hard not to take, you know, it's like how come how come no one's talking about Matthew McConaughey right now? Or like fucking Yeah. You know, it's just like the, the fucking characters that were suspects fucking yep. a year ago, two years ago, are now like the only thing that's then like Tom Hanks is like super relevant out of fucking nowhere. Like, I mean, I'm not, that's not, I mean, I'm not dumb. Tom Hanks is relevant as shit. I'm not, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. over the top relevant. Like they're not, they're not talking the about coronavirus. Him. He's fucking like every article I fucking read is about like where he is and if he's being quarantined and it's like who fucking cares. Why is Tom Hanks of such a big deal right now? Yeah. I mean, built like for, for, um, just for anecdotal evidence or whatever, uh, Bill and Ted, the third one just came out. Keanu Reeves has movies out left and right. He's involved in movies like the matrix and no one's, there's no update on, on Keanu, uh, Reeves every, every day on Twitter. Like, true. like you could grab another, like Mark Wahlberg, even, I think he had like one, um, he made like, he tested positive or is like, whatever. Like they talked about him once he's more relevant than, mm-hmm. than some of these people. And, uh, they're not talking about them. And then you have like one movie you can see in the theaters and it's made by Christopher yeah. Nolan who makes all the fucking like creepy Batman movies and shit. And it's just weird, man. I, I've heard that movie is really weird too. Which one? I forget. I forget what it's called. It's like the only movie in the fucking theater right now. It's a Christopher Nolan movie, but I can't believe people there. are even going to the movies. Right? Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. It's I, I don't know. Movies weren't for me before all this shit, but now, even now, it's like that's another. That's such a fucking frustrating thing when I'm driving and it's like okay, 
it's like clearly no one's afraid of this shit. The mall would not be fucking packed. Like it's not a necessity to go to the fucking mall. If people were, it's just it's just so silly. You can see that it's either everyone's fucking really fucking stupid or we're just not like everyone's really stupid and thinks that like a mask is actually going to save them from this shit or they're just super compliant. It just doesn't make fucking sense. Why is everyone out? Why is the mall packed? Why are like, why is it hard to get a table at a restaurant right now? If we're going through like a historic pandemic, it's just, it's laughable. I can't even wrap my fucking head around it. Yeah. None of it it makes, yeah. None of it makes logical sense. Um, I always have to go off on fucking, on covid no matter what the fucking topic is it ends up with me going on like uh, an angry rant about covid it makes me so mad like me and my me and my buddy i fucking don't watch nfl but he does and he had the game on and i just couldn't i couldn't even fucking take it anymore because the refs are just wearing masks this is why are the why are the refs wearing masks but the players aren't like you can't test yeah. the fucking refs too like, I just hope, I just hope to fucking God that the refs go home to their wives and just go like, honey, I cannot fucking believe they make me wear this stupid thing over my fucking face for show. I just hope they're bitching to their wives. I just hope that people are like afraid to lose their jobs and bitching to their wives when they get home about it in private. I'm sure they are. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous, dude. Why are the refs like mumbling? You can't even fucking hear them. It's just so ridiculous, dude. But I'm sorry. That's my COVID. Uh, that's my little COVID bitch rant for uh, for the day. No, you're fine. My uh, somebody asked me like, well, what I would what, what I would have done, you know? And like looking back, it's obviously a lot easier. But like, why not just quarantine everyone who's 70 or older? You if you're you and then if you want, you can take a high risk assessment. You'll pay them for two weeks of quarantine time to find out if they have it, and I'll do you know like let people do it themselves, and then the government can fund that. That would be way, way less money than what they did, shutting everything down and then giving everyone $2,000. Like, there was another way to do this, but but there's an agenda, and that's why none of this makes logical sense. (laughs) That's why we quarantined everybody instead of just the sick and elderly, the people who were more susceptible to it. That's why people are wearing masks and being ridiculous. There's definitely something bigger to all this, and I just want to know if we'll ever find out or not. I just want to know for everyone. It depends on who wins the election. If if Trump wins, we we you know we can hope. Obviously, we better fucking see arrests and coverage on this stuff. And if not, then fuck the the whole thing. Like he's supposed to be saying, dude. So it comes down to the election. Well, no, something big has to happen this month. That's that takes us to like, let's talk October surprise, like. I, I don't want to speculate it, on anything horrible happening, but positive no, I stuff. Think something, I, I think something good's going to happen. Uh, that's what okay, I'm saying. What do I, don't even, I wasn't even thinking about negative. Don't, don't bring okay. that juju around me. No, no. I, I was I'm thinking not, positive. Um, okay, give me an example. And positive, in, in, like, in, a, in a Q kind of narrative. Like, I don't know, man. Give me a fucking arrest. Give me an indictment. Give me a big indictment. Give me a, like a big arrest. Give me like a John Podesta arrest or like, Give me some kind of like sign that they have something going in motion. Something big, well, man. You're going to win. You got to win the election. So who do you go after? Do you go after Hillary Clinton or Obama? Who do you arrest? You have to, you have to sway the public, you know, like, okay, well, we're going after the top. You know, if, if Clinton funded the steel dossier, which started the entire fake thing, fake, um, hoax of the russian collusion and then and then obama's the one that put it into action and used the fbi then who do you go for i think neither i think going after bush and 9-11 would be a huge key i think it would uh yeah i think would prove that trump isn't like a fucking dinosaur republican conservative and that he is a traditional old school fucking conservative and a real a real fucking person exactly and I think that he knows that the Bush family are, are full of shit and they never were Republicans. And I think he it's clear when you watch old video that he's very he knows what's going on a little bit. He might not know exactly what happened on that day, but he has an idea. And it, it makes you wonder how much he's learned as the president. Um, I just think that blowing the lid on that, I think I think 
we've they've already done polls where most of America doesn't think that the narrative of 9/11 was what they say. Like there's overwhelming overwhelming so overwhelming amount of people think that like yeah, people died and it was fucking terrible and it's it's a horrific day in our history, but people don't believe the narrative that was given to us in the the, the commission report. So I think that if he could if he could expose that and be honest about that, I think it would um I think it could take some people in the middle to his side. And I think that it would show the country that maybe transparency will be a real thing again. Yeah. But what about it's a good start. It's a good start because if we had to do this in order, so I mean like nine 11 should probably come first unless they want to get the Clintons for like Oklahoma city bombing type shit. Like stuff out of nowhere, stuff comes out of nowhere. Exactly. Like who knows? But yeah, no kidding. Right. Maybe stuff that's older than that. Well, he's supposed to release the shit on JFK and, and, uh, George Bush Sr. died now, so I mean, who else is it? You know, who, what don't they withhold that information because it could it could hurt somebody currently, or so that's why they wait and then they release it when it can't do anything to anybody. Yeah, maybe Someone JFK is, Jr.'s not alive. Maybe in October he's not supposed to come back. Maybe just the truth supposed to come out that he was assassinated. His legacy is supposed to be, you know, yeah, because they were restored. buddies. Trump and him were buddies. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a wild one. I don't know. I, I just, something's got to fucking happen. It, it always does. It's part of the, part of the program. It's well, part of the plan. no, see, this is why this, these times are different. It's like JFK, just like JFK, like not junior, but you know, JFK died, he got shot. And then the term conspiracy theory started or conspiracist started because uh, people didn't believe the narrative. So it's been ever since 1963 that we have been waiting for answers. And now we have someone who's who's dangling them in front of us. And we'll know yeah. within four years for sure whether or not we're going to get answers. And after his presidency, you know, then it's it either needs to be all disclosed or we're, we're, gonna, we're not going to believe the next person who comes in and says he's going to do something. Well, if the people who are responsible for JFK are the same people who are responsible for 9-11, it only makes sense that JFK's murder would come out first. And then that would, from there, it would be a domino to 9-11. Yeah. It's going to have to, and I, and I think that is the case. I think it's the Bush dynasty and the CIA involvement, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not a fucking genius, but all the videos and all the, all the literature and shit we've read, there's a lot of people that have come to the conclusion that they think that the CIA and the Bush family have something to do with it. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the major thing. Um, you know, the whole idea that the Bush family was actually Democrats, uh, which is something that I wanted to bring up actually, because everybody says that like the best presidents, uh, for the people like who were actually in there trying to take, take on the elite, are JFK, who was assassinated, Ronald Reagan, who was there was an assassination attempt, and Trump. Um, the interesting thing that people don't bring up is that Reagan's vice president was George H. Bush. So, like that has me really perplexed. Like, what? How do I fit that into my? Was he just being duped by Bush? You know, like it's not a very smart thing for him to pick that him as a vice president because if he does get assassinated you're just handing the keys of the united states over to someone who's pretending to be a, a republican and who's involved in all this yeah. shit well people feel very you know people don't like pence at all you know I, yeah but i'm just saying like I, yeah i, know, I, mean, I, I, I know, know what you're saying I, and it's yeah i know what you're saying i don't it know be, it should be talked about more you know, there's some there's some level of suspicion there. Like Reagan, you know, well, a lot of people don't like Reagan, too. Yeah. It's, it's Reagan was n nothing like Trump's enthusiasm, the enthusiasm around him. It's nothing like Trump. It's but it's the most thing. comparable yeah, in our for history. Sure. Yeah, for sure. for sure. But that's the funny thing is it's the most comparable and it's fucking almost not comparable. Trump is such like a it's incredible to live through this shit. It I'm is. not trying to suck on the dude's nuts, but it's like the crowds that motherfucker produces it's insane, man. There's a lot of love behind that dude because he's doing what he said he was going to do. And just the America first attitude has not been around for, for a long time now. And it's fucking, he's bringing it back. It's yeah. Awesome. It's, it's a great time to be alive. I mean, people are more politically involved than they ever have been. 
and yeah. it's it is it's a, it's scary it's def, it's definitely scary but we like i said we we learned what's at stake and we're willing to be engaged or we're not and we're watching it some people are, are choosing not to but we are watching this unfold right in front of us real quick the other thing that i have a hard time placing in my in my timeline of things is that jfk was a democrat and he was a Democrat during like the KKK movement and all that yeah. stuff in the '60s. So, but I believe he was, he was, uh, he was to abolish segregation. So he wasn't for it. Um, but I have a hard time placing him in the same party as Reagan and Trump. You know, because I I just don't know unless he was betraying his party that he exactly. was a famous, yeah. very famous Democrat. So like when they say, well, the parties flip flopped. I'll buy it for that sake of that argument, but I won't accept the KKK being involved in the Republican Party because that never happened. Well, when you see, when you listen to those speeches about him, uh, him condemning secret societies and shit, mm-hmm. you could tell that he is going against the shit. Yeah, you could good tell. Point. Good point. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to. We we watched uh, the South Park pandemic special. And I gotta say, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was I was happy with it. I was worried that it was gonna be too fence righty and too pandery, and you know, I don't know. South Park kind of let me down last season, but I was pleasantly surprised. How do you think about it? Um, I thought it was funny. There were some things I didn't yeah. love about it, but I I liked that they right. made fun of both sides. Um, yeah. and it was good to kind of like see humor hitting right on subject because people people so many times they just pick a side and stay on it or they dance around the subject entirely and south park always takes it head on so it was nice to see comedy about it um but overall it was funny i liked it yeah i i just i don't like um i just think jokes need to have some kind of honesty to them let's be honest like stereotypes exist because there's a little bit of honesty to them and like jokes are funny because there's a little bit of honesty to them and I just think they go a little too hard on the Garrison Trump thing. It's like a little dishonest, but and I just I don't know. I'm a little pussy with that, I guess. But that that, that part I didn't like when they're like they're asking Mr. Garrison and Trump for help because it just they're insinuating that Trump hasn't done shit. Everyone's always insinuating that Trump hasn't done anything to help COVID, and it's that fucking triggers me a little bit. Yeah, but, but I I do like that they made him a character in the show. So when you're exactly, talking about yeah. Trump, you're talking about Mr. Garrison. But they know what they're fucking doing. No, I know I know what they're I know what they're alluding to, but I like that it's not Trump's face. You know, I like that they used Garrison. Um, That's true. That's fair. That's a good point. They could have easily just exactly. made a Trump character. Yeah. So they kind of like took a little bit of the blow away because you got to take Garrison for Garrison and he's a fucking nut job yeah. as it is. So, but yeah, it was dishonest at the end with the burning. I don't even really guy, but... care that much. That's just the only part that I didn't really like. Everything else is pretty funny. I'm good sport about a lot of things I didn't agree with because it's still funny. They, they still did it. They did it in a really good way. You could tell. Personally, I think you could tell that those guys are fucking, they're Trump supporters, dude, even though they're shitting on him. So, well, I think I could just tell. on the freedom of speech alone, you know, they, they're yeah. very libertarian and Trump kind of took a lot of the libertarian people over in, into the, into the right wing because of the yeah. political divide at the moment. So yeah, it's hard. It could be their way of saving face. It could be their way of staying on Comedy Central. It really could be their way of keeping uh, their broader fan base you know and, and then also by making it mr garrison to at the you know honestly i think they are trump supporters so i think so too i think the only reason i mean obviously they were trying to get canceled but i think maybe somebody sat them down and was like look you can you can use comedy central's audience and expose a little bit of the truth and how obnoxious this is at this moment you know like That's maybe true, yeah. you know with great power comes great responsibility and they're like the biggest pc push this this entire you know generation has seen so they maybe they're maybe they're trying to just play the play the fence so that they can expose the the opposite narrative to comedy central's audience maybe yeah yeah Uh, looking like a real conspiracy theorist i guess right everything's a fucking double think i guess now (laughs) well they've always seemed kind of more conservative the the man bear pig origins where they're making fun of al gore and, and global warming and I mean, they you could they also make fun of you know Catholic 
the Catholic religion and rednecks in relation to like, they make fun of fucking everything. Let's be yeah. honest. But, um, you could tell at the end of the day, I, I could just tell by watching the show my entire fucking life that, that they're conservatives. I could just tell. I, I agree. I mean, it's very hard to picture them being anything other than that. But I, I agree. I agree. I think they're probably using the platform to the best of their ability. And I mean, as much as it triggers me, like Trump is a character. They have to write that shit into the show. Like he's he's fucking Trump's funny and he is arrogant and he says a lot of funny shit and he's cocky and he, he says his name in, in first person or third person rather. Yeah, like, I love when his son talks about him too, and he goes, "You know, Trump is doing this," and you're like, "Dude, that's your fucking dad!" Like, it's also your last name. It's I funny. Understand. I understand all that shit, but either way, I liked it. I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised. I thought I was going to be disappointed, but that shit was fucking funny. Well, I'm let's. Happy. I mean, the obvious. Wa- Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm just, I'm wondering if, like, what the rest of the season is going to be like. Was it just an hour special, or is just a fucking season, like? Yeah, that's a good question. But I want to talk about the really controversial part, like when they when they shot Token for no reason. <laughs> like they fucking showed shooting a child, which was very crazy. But like to to get the point across of how ridiculous it is, like it did shed light on on it. Just I mean, it, it's the crazy thing is it, it depends which angle you're coming from because when the when the cops shoot Token, it's kind of like look, the cops really do do that. Or you could be like, well, look, they're showing how ridiculous it is because there was no reason to shoot him. So, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you're pleasing both sides. It just depends where you're coming from, I guess. Yeah, what did you think of that good. part? I mean, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but like that was, um, I mean, that was pretty like, yeah. oh, fuck. Like, why did they just do that? Well, I think it was interesting because they also killed more kids throughout the episode and they kill Kenny every single episode. And uh, yeah. but the cops and particularly in this episode, they also kill other kids that were white. Um, Kenny being one. And I don't know. I thought it was funny. I mean, like, dude, I, I've always thought racial comedy is funny. Like Dave Chappelle's always cracked me up like. Yeah, that, that kind of shit is like it's fucking funny and you got to see the humor in it and just it's a fucking it's a joke. I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, it's it's uh, myself, it was it was a pretty shocking moment in the episode and it, it, it did. It makes you laugh, but it, it, it was. Yeah, I mean, it was a very uh, I, I'm just I glad just it's, that they're tackling. Like I said, I'm glad that they're tackling these issues yeah. head on and that they're actually showing stuff to make people think beyond politics. And that's why there's I, I appreciate truth in that it. part. Yeah, exactly. There's truth, there's truth in the joke. Dude, no one no one's arguing that like there isn't like there isn't racism and some cops aren't racism. There's racist problems in certain law or for- police brutality. Nobody's arguing that that doesn't exist. Yeah, it definitely exists. But I'm arguing the fact that it's not like a fucking problem worth stopping NFL games over and like fucking it's not a huge fucking global issue we need to focus on. Like Julian Assange is a bigger issue than that. But it does exist for bigger social reasons. It's like a whole other podcast. Like the whole relationship between law enforcement and, and gang violence and all that shit. That's a whole other episode. But yeah, there, the reason why it was funny is because there's fucking truth to it. Um, but... You know, in the climate right now, the way things are, it's certainly not going to help. But grown-ass adults can watch it and laugh at it. But you're right. I think it was – they play defense both sides, and you could play it both ways. And the way I looked at it is the way you said is like It was just showing how fucking ridiculous everything – because it is true. That scene points out that the cops shouldn't be the teachers right now anyways. Mm-hmm. That scene reminded me of like how Kyle Rittenhouse is – on trial right now and he shouldn't even been there because the cops should have been there and the cops should have been there because the fucking the mayor should have allowed them to be there you know what i mean it's like yeah and, and that's what blame, that scene yeah. reminded me of is like token got shot because the fucking police are there and they shouldn't be there in the fucking first place and it's the system's problem not like these incompetent human beings not these like fucking you know what I mean? It's the system. It's that the, 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 they're sent into danger too. They're sent into shitty situations, and like, For it's sure. clearly legislation's fault. It's clearly the way we run shit, not the cops. And I don't know. I just thought that was it was funny. That's the way I looked at it. Like the way you just, said is like yeah. it's just so ridiculous. Like like funny shock value, and it was funny because there's fucking truth to it. 
Yeah, and I was just, like I said, I was just glad that they like they're they are they are putting it in a different lighting. They're putting it in a comedy show to get people to talk about it on a on a different level. You know, they're almost taking the emotion out of it because it's a cartoon and it's a comedy cartoon. So they're taking like the reality like not the reality out of it, but like the emotion and allowing people to talk about it. I think. Yeah. And that's why I appreciate South Park. I think it I think and that, that was just one of many. Right we need it. We need it really bad right now. We need South Park that's to true. come out and keep doing this because comedy is almost completely dead, dude. It is it is no longer like the the it, comedy used to be like rock and roll. It used to be pushing the envelope uh, envelope questioning authority, not just making fun of Trump. Like he's an easy target. That's why I think people's a lot of people turned off the Daily Show. It's like we're done. We get it. We get it. He's an idiot. He says things wrong sometimes. Like yeah, but like he's the best we got right now, and he's doing things for the people, and it's admirable. I respect the man. Um, but yeah, I think South Park's a national treasure for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's a national treasure, and it's it's great. So we had we had a debate last Tuesday, and we have a vice president debate this Tuesday. Um, that should be fucking interesting. Like, I have no idea how a Pence Kamala Harris debate is gonna go. Like, yeah, I don't especially. Either. Especially if the theory is that Pence is really a fucking deep state. If that's true, we're going to find out because a little fucker is going to like lose on purpose. I guess, but I don't I don't think he's a deep state guy. Yeah, the only thing that the thing that got me about that is this lady made this lip this lips uh, reading video. And like, yes, and even if you ignore the lip reading, because she's probably wrong about a lot of things they're saying, you could definitely tell that uh it's it, that pence and nancy pelosi are trying to only talk when the cameras aren't on them and i just yeah. thought that was fucking weird i what the fuck is that about are they supposed to pretend like they're not friends or is it just simply political like trump doesn't want him to be seen talking to her it's it's clearly obvious that they're looking at the cameras and making sure that they're not on the feed while so they can talk or not talk um but that doesn't mean he's deep state. I, I don't know. But we will. I, I, I guess my question is, how, how, the, how do you think that shit goes? What, the debate itself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've, I've only seen Pence talk a few times. He's, he's very anticlimactic and very uh, monotoned and kind of boring. So, I mean, it's, it's a – Camilla Harris is very um, – she doesn't have a problem lying. She's very animated. And she gets a lot of people. I think she's the real candidate. So it's not, I don't really have a very good feeling about it, to be honest with you. I don't either, dude. Like I don't she, even want to watch she's it. She's all fire and Pence is kind of just like a shield. He doesn't really have many uh, like offensive things to come at, you know? Um, it should be it should be Harris and Trump. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not, it, yeah, I'm worried about it. I'm worried. I'm a little worried about it. Yeah. I'm not worried because I don't think anyone's going to watch or it's going to really sway anybody new. But I am worried to the fact that, like, if you're judging the debate honestly, uh, he might lose the debate. Well, I'm worried about it because, like I said, I think she's the real candidate. So I think a lot of people who don't trust oh, gotcha. Biden are kind of like, well, I want to see what Camilla Harris has. I, it, may, it may get more views than the actual debate got, dude. That's true. I mean, like it's there are a lot of people who are Democrats who are trying to figure out who this lady is because she kind of just got picked because of the color of her skin and what what gender she is, and a lot of people haven't really seen her, so they're gonna they're gonna be rooting for her, and she's gonna come out with her claws drawn because she's a she's a conniving piece of shit. So it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to say the least, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Well, we are creeping up on an hour, so perfect timing. Um, um, that's all we have for you on this episode, folks. Culture Cat, thank you for uh, spending the hour with me. And um, you, 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 you close up the podcast today. Wow, putting me on the spot like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, I mean, this is a, it's. I don't know what I said last time. It may be the same because I just feel the way, like the same way where we are in a very interesting time um, to be alive and to be aware and to be involved. 
and uh and just by when i say involved i mean like just witnessing it you know um there's a lot going on and we can we can live in fear which is what i believe the deep state wants us to feel i mean that's why they pump it through our tvs or we can actively try to focus on the better um side of things and be optimistic and and pray and be hopeful that things work out for the better and um good always wins and then just uh yeah, focus on the good and and go out and vote for the right person. <laughs> and I was set up. Yeah, Nancy, you're not supposed to get set up. Bye, guys. Everybody. I was set up. I was set up. Nancy, you're not supposed to get set up. I was set up. I was set up. Nancy, you're not supposed to get set up. You must wear your mask. You have to wear your mask. You must wear your mask. You have to wear your mask. I was set up. I was set up. Then you're not supposed to get set up.